Here's our spy movie news for September 28th, 2021. Today, we'll look at No Time to Die, other James Bond news, big Mission Impossible news, and other upcoming spy movies. Hi, this is Dan Silvestri of SpyMovieNavigator.com and our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Let's go. All right, we'll start with James Bond, No Time to Die. Wow, lots of hype, lots of waiting, lots of excitement. And finally, today is the day of the premiere of the often delayed James Bond movie, No Time to Die, at the Royal Albert Hall in London. A few minutes after the viewing is over, the Zurich Film Festival will screen the movie. It's been a long slog getting here with all of the pandemic delays, and we are very happy that we're finally here. The movie officially opens in 49 countries this week. Then next week, seven more countries will get their releases, including the U.S. on October 8th. It opens in China on October 29th and Australia on November 11th. As you may guess, the volume of press stories in advance of the release has been huge. Many of those articles repeat rumors and speculation with a lot of them rehashing stories we've already seen. We aren't going to talk about those today, given that we'll be able to see the movie soon enough. So why continue to speculate? Spy Movie Navigator will have two agents to see No Time to Die in England on September 30th and will release a no-spoiler reaction podcast on that day. That podcast will have no plot spoilers, so we don't spoil anything for those who haven't been able to see it yet, including us here in the United States. We really don't want to know what is happening until we see the movie. We've posted in our social media outlets too, that if you do see No Time to Die, do not post any spoilers. We want everyone to enjoy seeing the movie when they can see it. All right, how important is No Time to Die and what is the industry doing to hype it up? <laughs> wow, let's start by looking at advanced ticket sales, the importance of this movie for the industry as a whole, how advanced sales are going and how the industry is hyping the movie. All right, an article on HollywoodReporter.com puts the importance of the movie this way. Few would publicly state as much, but the importance of the film in helping the sector get back on its feet cannot be underestimated. As one industry figure tells The Hollywood Reporter, quote, while it's not the only film in the world and not the only hope, because it's become such a major focus of attention, it has to be an enormous success, unquote. That article says that since advanced ticket sales started, cinema owners are seeing very high demand and far and away the highest interest seen since before the pandemic. All right, that's good. That's great news for Bond fans, Ian Productions, and Universal, and the movie industry as a whole. In the UK, No Time to Die is expected to open on more than 700 screens, with many multiplexes showing it on every available screen nonstop. In addition, theaters are doing promotions with ticket purchases, parking Aston Martins in front of the theaters. London's Burlington Arcade revealed a 007-inspired facelift. One insider said, We're really hoping that this unlocks everything else and is very much the spark that makes everybody feel safe to return to cinemas. And he added that operators will likely be making sure that, that their sites are absolutely sparkling for the occasion. Quote, the experience that people have when they come and see this film is going to dictate not just their experience on the day, but the next six weeks, six months. It's going to be what they tell their friends, what they tell their family, whether they come back again, unquote. So we're hoping this works out well for the industry. 
We've all been through a lot the last 18 months or so, and this could be a welcome shot in the arm. Literally. James Bond fever hits the UK. Wow. James Bond fever has hit the UK ahead of No Time to Die's world premiere. There are different formats, too, to watch No Time to Die. Mike Reyes has a great article talking about the different formats, some of them new, in which you can potentially see No Time to Die. Although we've seen Bond on IMAX since Skyfall, No Time to Die will be released for the first time on IMAX with scenes specifically filmed for the IMAX release on IMAX cameras. That should be very cool. Also, for the first time for a Bond movie, No Time to Die will release in 3D. It is also supporting Screen X, 4DX, and D-Box. Reyes says everything from atmospheric effects to moving seats looks to be on the menu. <laughs> Tom Pizzotto saw Black Widow with the seat shakers and loved it, <laughs> especially with the avalanche in that movie. That's only part of what some of these advanced formats will allow. So, when you're making your decision as to where to see No Time to Die, choosing the format will be a big decision and will help determine which cinema you choose to see it at. Not all cinemas support these advanced formats, so make sure to take note of what your cinema offers. We think this is going to enhance the experience and we'll be searching out cinemas showing these advanced formats. All right, believe it or not, there's some other James Bond news. <laughs> commander Craig, the Royal Navy has named Daniel Craig as an honorary commander, giving him the same commander rank as James Bond. An article on movieweb.com has a picture of Commander Craig in uniform. In a quote in the article, Daniel Craig said, quote, I'm truly privileged and honored to be appointed the rank of honorary commander in the senior service. Ah. We at Spy Movie Navigator love it when the British powers that be weigh in heavily in their cooperative support of James Bond, everyone from the Queen on down, and that is fantastic to see. Congratulations, Daniel, Commander Daniel. One other note, the only James Bond actor to have served in the Royal Navy was able seaman Sean Connery. That article has a link to a Twitter picture showing Daniel Craig and Sean Connery in uniform. Check it out, movieweb.com. The official James Bond podcast returns. Yeah, the official James Bond podcast, which had started before the pandemic delays, restarted again this September. The podcast is a six-part series with interviews from the cast and crew examining different aspects of Bond. The final podcast was released on September 23rd, so you can catch up on all of them. Now, should we be concerned that the official 007.com website, when announcing the return of the podcast, says... Quote, each episode focuses on a different aspect of the James Bond universe? James Bond universe is in that quote. Yikes. Are they planning to release content on the different characters a la the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, wait, no, that's speculation. And we're going to stay away from that today. <laughs> anyway, it is a good six-part series, and it's worth a listen. Being James Bond is on Apple TV. The documentary Being James Bond has been playing all September on Apple TV and is currently scheduled to run until October 7th, 2021. So you have about a week to catch it if you haven't seen it. The documentary looks at the Daniel Craig era of James Bond, with Daniel Craig looking back at all five of his movies, including No Time to Die, in a conversation with Barbara Broccoli and Michael G. Wilson. 
All right. We at Spy Movie Navigator are waiting until after we see No Time to Die on September 30th before we watch this as we want to ensure that we don't see any spoilers. Uh, Not that there'd be any there from Barbara Broccoli, Michael G. Wilson, and Daniel Craig, but just to be safe. That said, from what we've heard about it, this is a good documentary of Craig's run as 007. The Bond in Motion exhibit is open in Los Angeles. Finally, the Bond in Motion exhibit opened at the Peterson Automotive Museum in Los Angeles this past weekend. It is expected to run until October 2022. Advanced ticket purchases are required. You can go to peterson.org. That's Peterson with an E at the end, P-E-T-E-R-S-E-N, to find out more about the exhibit. All of us at Spy Movie Navigator visited the Bond in Motion exhibit when it was in London. If you are a James Bond movie fan, put this on your to-do list. You will see a large array of vehicles used in the Bond movies. When we saw it, many of the vehicles were pristine. However, some of the cars were beaten up. That's because they had some of the cars after the crashes they were in in the movies. This was very cool to see. So, if you're thinking about heading to L.A., take in the Bond in Motion exhibit. You'll be glad you did. There are over 30 vehicles on display. As a side note, Spy Movie Navigator has no affiliation with the Bond in Motion exhibit or the Peterson Automotive Museum, and we receive no compensation for mentioning them. We just love the exhibit, and we think our listeners will as well. All right, let's switch masks, uh, I mean gears, and look at some Mission Impossible news. Mission Impossible 7 is delayed until September 30th, 2022. The first and biggest news surrounding Mission Impossible is that Mission Impossible 7 has been pushed again, now releasing on September 30th, 2022, after Tom Cruise turned 60. It was supposed to be Memorial Day 2022. They pushed Top Gun Maverick to the Memorial Day spot, May 27th, 2022, and moved Mission Impossible 7 to September. It appears Paramount executives were concerned about the box office, especially of Top Gun Maverick, as we are still dealing with the Delta variant. The hope is that they will be able to get larger audiences if and when the pandemic dies down. A few months ago, they also disconnected the filming of Mission Impossible 7 and 8, which were supposed to film back to back. So we don't know what this shift means to the filming and release of Mission Impossible 8. Only time will tell. But the good news is Mission Impossible 7 wrapped filming. Well, this would have been the biggest Mission Impossible news had the Top Gun Maverick and Mission Impossible 7 delays not been announced. Well, after about 18 months, filming has wrapped on Mission Impossible 7. So check out at cinemablend.com. Photographer Gaffer Martin Smith thanked all involved and called Mission Impossible 7 the hardest movie ever made, quote unquote. Given all that we've heard about this movie, we aren't going to call BS on that one. <laughs> This was supposedly a very hard movie to make. Part of that was COVID, and part was the stunts they did. Ever-increasing stunts. One of the challenges with the Mission Impossible movies, and with James Bond movies as well, is the need to take the stunts to a new level with each movie. In an article by Eric Eisenberg, he talks about one of the stunts where Ethan Hunt drives a motorcycle off a cliff and base jumps to the ground. People attending CinemaCon got a sneak peek of this stunt. Tom Cruise did 13,000 motocross jumps to prepare for this scene, in addition to jumping out of a helicopter 500 times. Uh, I don't think I'll be able to get my peer Tom Pizzotto to do one of those things. (laughs) Me neither, though. 
Even more amazing is that the cameras they needed to use to capture this stunt didn't exist two years ago. There is more about this stunt in that article if you want to learn more. Finally, in that article, Christopher McQuarrie is quoted as saying, quote, the only thing that scares me more is what we have planned for Mission Impossible 8. <laughs> wow. There is a reason these movies cost so much, and one wonders how far this stunt work can go. All right, recently Tom Cruise startled some hikers in keeping with this discussion of Tom Cruise and the ever-escalating stunts in the Mission Impossible movies. An article by John Fuge on MovieWeb.com gives us another. <laughs> it appears that two hikers in northwest England were on a hike when they were interrupted by a parachuter who turned out to be Tom Cruise. <laughs> that had to be a pinch me moment. Let's see. Uh, I'm just hiking here in this beautiful scenery and I hear a helicopter. I look up, I see a parachuter. And then when he lands, it's Tom Cruise. Unreal. There is even a nice picture in the article of Cruise posing with the hikers. <laughs> Will Tom Cruise be the first to be filming a movie in space? He wanted to be. We mentioned in the past that Tom Cruise was trying to film a feature film in outer space on the International Space Station. We speculated that this might be for Mission Impossible 8. Well, the Cruise movie was announced to be a partnership with NASA, Elon Musk's SpaceX, and Tom Cruise with Doug Lyman directing. Well, the Russians are going to beat Cruise and will make part of the movie The Challenge on the International Space Station first. The Challenge is a story about a doctor who needs to go to the space station to save the life of a cosmonaut. The production team is supposed to lift off October 2021 for a 12-day mission to film this. There's been no word on the status of the Tom Cruise movie in quite a while. We guess finishing Mission Impossible 7, Top Gun Maverick, and getting ready for Mission Impossible 8 probably took some priority. Check it out, Variety.com. Here's some other spy movie news. There are some upcoming spy movies that we haven't mentioned in earlier spy movie news episodes. Huda's Salon. Huda's Salon premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival. According to an article on Variety.com, this movie is about a young mother who falls into a trap in a hair salon run by a woman who works for the Israeli Secret Service. While IFC has U.S. rights to this movie, no release date has been set. All right, Blacklight. Liam Neeson has a movie called Blacklight due to release in theaters February 11, 2022. In this movie, Neeson plays a fixer who works off the FBI books. He finds himself in the middle of a conspiracy when one agent questions the people Nissan works for. Black Eyed also boasts actors Aidan Quinn, Emmy Rever Lampman, and Taylor John Smith as castmates of Nissan. You can read more about Black Light in the article on MovieWeb.com. And The Fortress, the Bruce Willis action movie The Fortress, has wrapped filming. This story is about a group of criminals who want to take out revenge at a top-secret resort for U.S. intelligence officers. No release date has been announced. New trailers, both the movie Red Notice and The Kingsman have released new trailers that you can now find on YouTube for their upcoming movies. As a reminder, Red Notice releases on Netflix on November 12th, 2021. The Kingsman is due to hit theaters on December 22nd, 2021. We will warn you that the Kingsman trailer is for an R-rated movie and has a red banner. This means that this trailer is not for kids. There are F-bombs, S-bombs, a comment about male genitalia, and a lot of violence in the trailer. On YouTube, the trailer is considered age-restricted content. In memoriam, 
Jean-Paul Belmondo. We're sad to report on the passing of French actor Jean-Paul Belmondo at the age of 88. While he rose to stardom as a thief in the 1960s Jean-Luc Godard movie, Breathless, Jean-Paul also appeared in many spy movies, including the 1967 Casino Royale, the 1981 movie The Professional, 1984's The Vultures, and many others. Mr. Belmondo received an honorary Palme d'Or at the 2011 Cannes Film Festival, an honorary Golden Lion at the 2016 Venice Film Festival, and an honorary César in 2017. Bill Taylor. We also are sad to announce the passing of visual effects expert Bill Taylor at the age of 77. Among his over 150 entries for visual and special effects on IMDb are the two spy movies, The Born Identity and U571. He was presented with the John A. Bonner Medal from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences for his outstanding service and dedication in upholding the high standards of the organization. So that's a wrap of this month's edition of Spy Movie News. We hope you enjoy seeing No Time to Die this month, as we will here. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Please give us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. That really helps us a lot, will you? Thanks, and thanks for listening. We appreciate it.